Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and I'm very excited because I am live for the first time in Austin, Texas at Emo's. And no, that is not the nickname of my bedroom made by women, so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I am here with that terrible opening joke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with the guys from Rain City Drive. It is Colin, Felipe, and Zach. Guys, how are you doing today? Great, man. It's actually really good to see you in person. Yeah, we've done a couple of these, and it's Absolutely. just going to put a face to it. No, I appreciate that, man. How are you doing, Felipe? I'm doing good, man. Excited to be here and uh, chat about some stuff, and I thought it was a great opening joke. Just Thank throwing you. that out there. <sighs> it was fantastic. I mean, we're great, dude. I just got some boba, nice long walk on a hot summer day, and we're hanging, dude. Very Super nice. stoked to be here. Yeah, man, this is a really nice venue. We were talking about this outside a little bit. I'm really just getting started in Austin. I know Come and Take It Live, and now we're at Emo's. Have you guys been to any other venues here in Austin? Yeah, I feel like, what was that one outdoor venue? Um, oh, Mohawks? Yeah, I think it was called yeah. Mohawks. Um, that sounds right. There's been, a, there's been a few. What was the one we played last minute um, on the Escape the Fate Tour? Mm. We like booked a show last minute. I don't, there's oh, something like dogs. dogs. Yeah, Dirty Dog or something yeah, like yeah. that. Dirt Dogs. Dirt Dogs. Um, dog. and something Dog. Something yeah. Dog. <laughs> and then, um, and yeah, Come and Take It Live. So, Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So now this tour is with Memphis Mayfire. Yes, sir. You guys started in late June. I believe now we're in late July going into August. How is, I mean, it's a very basic question to start things off, but how has the tour been? I'm assuming you're not going to go, oh my God, it's been the fucking worst thing ever. But, <laughs> but in general, I mean, it's been ridiculously hot. You've been traveling around the West Coast a lot. How how's it been for you? It's been great, man. Um, you know, as cliche as it would to be to, or to say, uh, it, it's horrible. It's <laughs> probably just as cliche to be like, oh, this has been the best tour ever. But honestly, this has been maybe it's because it's the first tour back after COVID or something like that. But um, I mean, everybody on the tour package is just all they're all sweethearts. The every band is really good live. Yes, which yeah. you don't get that all the time. Like sometimes you uh, you're on tour with a band and the record's really good, but then you see them live and it's a little disappointing. Right. Um, but not not the case here. Everybody is just killing it live. Um, the nicest human beings. It, it's it's been it's been really good. The shows have been awesome. All the shows have been close to sold out or sold out. And um, yeah, we're having a blast. What about you, Felipe? By, by the way, if anyone wants to ruin any relationships, go ahead and talk about any bands that had great albums but are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is really where we air it out <laughs> um i just wanted to add yeah a- along with what colin was saying i i, I want to say that it's really nice to play like these new songs live uh i feel like you know uh we uh we 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 did a lot of writing during covid and that like really kind of like helped keep us creative and keep us thinking and keep us sharp but dude it's just fun to just get back out there and just play some of these songs live and actually That's feel the energy behind them you know um so i i've been really enjoying that honestly awesome sure yeah to add to it too man it's it is fun to play all the new ones but it's also fun to see like which ones octane has been pushing really hard for us and octane has been so huge had our backs oh, and good. everything okay. and just i mean obviously this is octane tour so anytime we bring that name up everyone's like woo right. <laughs> it's exactly how we feel too so it's it's awesome man yeah that is very cool now how is because i'm going to see you live tonight for the first time in a very long time how is the lineup then so is it you then wolves then ashes to new then memphis mayfire no it's actually wolves us from ashes to new and then memphis mayfire there we go okay so do you like that kind of the flow of how everything works because i would guess if you had to say it maybe wolves are the heaviest 
quote unquote heaviest band on the tour. Yeah. And then Memphis Mayfire, I think they went back to their roots a little bit yeah. on the recent EP. So maybe it kind of lines up right. Does that work for you guys? Yeah, I think it's a cool like little checkered pattern of like heavy. Uh, well, actually, yeah, no, I mean, Ashes isn't too heavy either. So I feel like every band has like a little heavy side. Oh, for you, sure. You know? yeah. It's just like some more than others, I guess. But yeah, dude, it's definitely a. So yeah, no, I I definitely feel like everyone can kind of get down on some fun stuff. Right. So, but yeah, it's, uh, we're we're usually the softest band on <laughs> on uh, the tour packages. So um, and I I guess we are on this one for sure again. But um, yeah, we're we're going out with um, set it off next tour. So yes, right. So that and we're gonna be the heaviest band on yes, that tour you package. Will be. <laughs> so that's gonna be a huge difference for us. And uh, looking forward to that one. But yeah, I think it's cool that we could be we're a band that can do. Uh, uh, a tour and be like the softest band on tour and then switch over to a, a, a tour that we're going to be the heaviest band and it's still kind of we still capture that audience well we'll definitely get back to that in a second yep. but i did want to mention i for some reason thought the set it off tour was announced earlier so i thought it happened earlier but this is what you said was the first tour back from the pandemic for you this one that we're on now yeah. okay yeah. was there any like stage rust or anything that you guys had to go through i mean not only did you have you know, first tour since the pandemic, but also a brand new album as well. Yeah. How'd that all work for you at the beginning of this tour? Uh, we, we had a few days of practice and we just like kind of locked ourselves in our studio and did, a uh, you know, probably well, how many days? Like four? Yeah, I, I think we did about a week, you know, okay. just uh, maybe a little bit less or so, I don't know, maybe like five days or yeah. something. Just uh, just a bunch of like that that was the majority of the the tour rust shaking off or whatever you know we just kind of sat in the room uh and like worked out some of the kinks but you can never really work them all out until you actually get up there and just like play you know so that's like i would say the first three shows for me at least i don't i and uh we we had like some stuff that we definitely needed to work out and we like got it for the most part and now it's now it's nice because we're towards the end of the tour and like we're I feel like we're an automatic you know and like we can sort of like let muscle memory take care of a little bit sure. of it and just start like having some fun with it so. I'll judge you tonight I'll let you know yeah 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 <laughs> let me know I think it's um uh more so just like for or for me for me at least it was more so just like what do i do on stage because it's been so uh, long yeah, like yeah. i wasn't too worried about the parts even though yeah some of the new songs um it was like oh we haven't played this one yet and after practice i was kind of not worried about that anymore but it was just more of so like what do i do on stage and then like <laughs> after the first two songs i'm like oh yeah it's just what my body does it's not you know it's nothing like too pre-planned out we're not a band that has like any like uh what is the um, choreography, choreography, choreography right yeah, yeah. dancing in front of mirrors skits yeah. That, yeah. that's what our rehearsal was was in front of mirrors yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah you're you're not doing the ice nine kills thing where you're doing a new costume every mm. single no or is no. that next tour yeah that's yeah. not yeah okay. that's for the set it off tour <laughs> still sure. checking okay now, exclusive yeah. there you go nice <laughs> so i think i think one of the big things so i have to say congratulations as well for this new album Thank you. i love it. it it's so funny you talk about it being or you guys being maybe the softest band on this tour. But there are so many songs that have so much like funk and groove over almost new metal-ish riffs. Yeah. And there were some times where I was listening to it where I heard a certain track. It'd be like, if someone was screaming over this in some new metal tone, it would be one of the biggest things. And you guys are able to put over so much melody and so much poppy flow into everything while still having that edge to it 
it's got to take some doing. Is that a direction that you guys say we want to go in or is it more of a, this is a feeling that you have? I think it's both. I think we, um, it's, we're, we're pretty like organic with our writings and we, all of us in the band, like a pretty big range of music. Like we're, we're big pop fans. We're big rock fans, heavy music fans, um, you know, softer music fans. So it's just kind of what comes out. But I think something that we do and it's not really planned. It's just something that comes out is like the heavier guitars with the, like the, the lower tuning, uh, guitars that, um, you know, that we like. They're kind of like heavy hitting. And then Matt's, uh, pop sensibility that comes in. And he's a very good, like, pop top line writer. And he does a lot of writes for other people that are also, like, in, in right. the, in the pop world. Mm-hmm. So I think that you just put those together and it's just, that's how, it, like, we naturally sound. Um, but nothing too, like, we're, we don't like sit in the studio and we're like, all right, how can we, you know, I think we're just like, how can we write the best song? And it's not like, what 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 genre are we going for? Or right. Anything like that. I don't know if you want to add anything. Yeah, so sometimes we do like a little like, oh, how can we make X sound cool or good? Sure. And I mean, that's, that's probably going to be more prominent on the next record uh, more than anything. I mean, there's definitely a few fun things we're working out the kinks on. But oh, um, yeah, no, for this one, it was definitely very organic, very much like, all right, let's just make the best songs we can and sometimes they end up heavier sometimes they end up more funky more pop or whatever and it's always a lot of love poured into it and just a lot of like does this feel good it does feel good nice. we like this big fan so <laughs> yeah. there he is yep. we got Matt McAndrew in the house wow <laughs> <laughs> I'll add a applause track yeah there. fantastic <laughs> yeah how you doing man I'm good man what's up buddy not too much not too much very nice to meet you in person yeah hey well. Matt Ian awesome man nice to meet you man what up there you go so yeah, we've just been going over random, random things. So obviously, I'm gonna see you guys play live tonight. But when you talk about doing the newer tracks, you know, you talk about really, you know, going over everything on tour. How how has that really affected you? As in, how have you seen people feed off of your energy for that? I think it's been great for the for the new stuff. Like the set is a just because the album just dropped. It's a pretty good mix of the first album and this one but um it's been really good and i think it's something that maybe i personally take for granted because we go out there and people are singing the words even if the song just came out um very cool but it's yeah it's been it's been super good and obviously the show is nothing without that energy sure if it was just all we had people people sing songs that weren't out yet just because they were watching the youtube videos of like previous shows Holy and that shit. was the cool, yeah, like Blood Runs Cold before Blood Runs Cold. Or I saw people in the crowd singing every word, and I was like, holy crap. That's, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's yeah. Well, I still, I mean, being here in Austin for the first time at this at this venue, coming here early for the show before doors open, I'm still seeing people out in line in this hot-ass fucking weather. Mm-hmm. It's just really nice to see that the scene here has people that would do that. And I, I know you're not just talking about Austin. There are other places that have it. But it is a, it's got to be a great feeling for all of you to see that kind of dedication still in the scene for people to really want to hear new music and then support, come out and actually do it live. Absolutely. I mean, I think we, you know, coming from the lockdowns and pandemic with everybody else, we were so desperate for, you know, any kind of content, like maybe something that yourself would put out or or, or like any comments from fans or reviews or whatever. Um, but it's always the best to get it out here in person from people, right. you know, and, and that's really ultimately the, the people who, you know, care enough, like you said, to come out and stand in the heat or the rain or whatever it is. And I, and I think in general, music is super competitive and always has been and especially now everybody has access to 
you know, the greatest catalogs of hits like at their fingertips at any time. So the fact that people are, you know, choosing to listen to us when they could listen to anything else is, sure. is awesome. So, yeah, no, that's, that's great. Now I meant, I, I heard you say first album. So when you guys, because we definitely have to hit, I think the last time that we spoke was the day that you announced the name change. That was, exa- cool. that was exactly that day. So we went into the background. We don't have to do that now because that's just rehashing. Sure. But I think one of the things that I'm very interested in is with that name change itself, it's like you guys are starting over. Sure. So what were the pitfalls of doing that? Have you seen anything positive or negative coming from that name change? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, you know, it's it's a little scary to start something new, you know, and, and, and put Rain City Drive out there. And maybe there's people that you know, really, really fucked with this lineup of slaves when that's what it was. And, and obviously you want to, you know, keep those people and, and hope that they hear the new stuff. But, um, it, I I think ultimately it's been, it's been really great. You know, I think, uh, that we, we, as five of us just wanted something that represented the five of us and a fresh start and where, where we were kind of at and, um, just kind of see what we could come up with. And, uh, just looking towards the future you know what i mean you know what i'm saying right well logistically were there any major issues with that actual name change if i'm not mistaken i could be completely wrong on this was it initially rain city and then rain city drive the drive was added at the end hell yeah okay (laughs) so what yeah that was a story right yeah so rain city was gonna be what it was and then uh right before we went on tour to the uk uh Turns out there was some some other rain cities that weren't ah. too happy with that, and uh, <laughs> we were like, okay. So on that flight to the UK, we were like the band without a name, but kind <laughs> of, yeah, yeah, full full circle the same way that we the five of us met um, under slaves when I was filling in for that first tour. Um, you know, we all met in Manchester, and there's right. a clip of us playing on stage again in Manchester, whatever, a couple years later, whatever it was, and me being like, by the way, the new name is Rain City Drive. So gotcha. s- strong ties to Manchester in this band. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we always we, we, we always joke that that's like, uh, that's like the hometown, but it is where we all met. So, yeah. See, the, go ahead, Colin. No, I was saying, going back to what you said, it yeah. was, um, and I think I do remember talking to you about it the day that we did cha- uh, announce the name change. Right. And... Um, and I think we even talked about like the whole Spotify thing. Like yes. that was like a scary point in right. it. And yeah. we did, we, we have separated the Spotify. Yeah, I noticed that. I was, I think that was really interesting to me because I think you guys took such a huge risk by yeah. doing that, but it seems like it's the right one. By separating that completely, you really do trek out on your own. One, that, that's yeah. kind of what that the whole point of it was. And like, we want to, you know, let Johnny have his legacy as well with the slaves thing, and while starting having a fresh new start with the five of us, and uh, really showing what the Rain City Drive is and who it is, and it's like just kind of separating the two, right. and um, you know, because we want to, uh, we, we just want to show what the five of us represent, and you know, not have the previous baggage, and yeah. like just, and even just like the the connection of any, like just we. We wanted a fresh start, pretty much, and yeah. it's a scary thing, but I think it's the best for like the longevity of the band, and you know, it just meant a lot to us to have something that 100% represents us and a fresh start, which I think there's pros to a fresh start. There's cons sure. to it as well, like the Spotify thing, which ended up working out anyway. I think so, yeah. But um, it was, uh, you know, there's a lot of pros to being like, oh, we're a band from 2020 who has, has two albums out now right. and is is on a great tour, and uh, you know, it feels feels good. 
Yeah. And uh, with uh, To Better Days, that felt like your record. That didn't feel oh, like a sure. continuation. No, of course. And I mean, it, that that was, you know, I know we announced that the name change rebrand was coming like before we even put that out and it was kind of always in the cards. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're super grateful for all the fans of Slaves that have stuck with us to this point. But as Colin was saying, it's like there there are pros to that too. And we would just, you know, even though it was a little maybe scary at first, we would rather be judged, you know, just by our own merit and for the work that we're creating now. And, um, and you know, there's there's pros and cons to it. But for us, there was more pros. And, you know, I mean, not to, not to take a shot at any of these other bands out here, but there are some bands, as you know, that it's like, maybe no original members right. they're not they're, they're not playing any of the old stuff they sound nothing like they used to mm-hmm. and so i think that you know i guess they're just too scared to change the name but i would just say like there there are, there are some positives because it's like if you've if you've been around for a decade plus and you're just kind of circling it's like why would anybody in the industry think like oh this is gonna pop off now you know what i mean and right. so i mean i'm all for grinding it out but i would just rather just be judged by the work that the five of us have done together and i also think it takes balls to like it takes balls to do the name change like right. i think a lot of that maybe what you're referring to like the other bands are like they're just like oh well, what if we do, like lose this family like i yeah. think right. we all believed in what we do as we as the five of us yeah know? it was pretty much betting on ourselves and it's a long play it's not like a, oh yeah well this next album's gonna flunk if we if nobody knows sure. who we are we just believed that it was gonna be really good and right. and we still had you know we luckily we still have a lot, the majority of the slaves fans but there are people still coming oh. to the shows i mean like Wait a second. You guys just, oh, that's what happened. I, I had no idea. The greatest cover of all time. I'm like, dude, you really crushed Talk to a Friend, right? But, uh, yeah, man. You're just a tribute band. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, man. Yeah, on some like metal apocalypse shit or something. But, uh, but no, yeah, it's been, it's been super cool, man. And, and, and again, like Colin said, like, we didn't we we didn't want to like revise history with the old stuff and and um you know like change any of that i mean it, you know if if somebody wants to hear the the first slaves record like i'd hate for them to not be able to find it you know what i'm right. saying and cuz this like that's that's wouldn't be their fault and they'd just be wanting to find a record that they like so i think it all worked out and so it's name change slash like new band they're separate and and uh, cuz you know again like are we going to play anything before to better days no you know what i mean and right. and you know i mean i we all we all like beautiful death a lot and I, sure. I i know i came in on that album cycle and it was great but um you know we're just we're just doing our own thing yeah well what i also like with the whole doing your own thing part is to go from to better days to a self-titled mm. album and I, i'm guessing that was thought you know thought out that was something that you guys wanted i i love old school music stuff like that mm. where it's like you've you've decided to call it a self-titled where you're putting out that statement this is us this yeah isn't anybody else this is us totally man and I, I mean even just from a from a logistics standpoint too it's it's you're asking people to learn this new name i didn't want to complicate it with a sure a, and any other information too you know no, that's actually that's a really good point yeah, yeah. because now you've got it twice right yeah. you're it's like, it's like right yeah, like, Rain, City oh, Drive. Rain City Drive by Rain City Drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I want to go back to something really quick. So Felipe, you have a Columbia shirt on, right? Yes, sir. Soccer, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna have to add this. This might have to turn off the recorder in a second. You guys talk about Manchester like it's your second home or your first yeah. home and stuff. We are a UK band. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but but you're not a Manchester United fan band at all right 
No, I'm a Liverpool guy. Ah, okay, okay. Since I was three. I'm when it comes to sports, yeah. I'm just a sellout. Okay. So like I I don't really follow sports. I you know, in the in the past I've I've sung at like NFL halftime shows right. or whatever right. and like I'll wear whatever jersey you give me. I've been at the you know, Lambeau Field wearing a cheese hat. Like I don't I don't care. You sure. know what I mean? Whatever. I'm just happy to be there, whatever. So right. for me, I'm like, Hey Manchester, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not gonna watch any of the games. It's more about the vibe of the city, you know okay. what I mean? But I had to I had to check. I now, Felipe is, you know, has strong Colombian roots. So I think that, again, that's what now he's... that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you're... Are you are you watching any of the games? I, so, obviously, like, soccer was big in my family growing up. Just mm-hmm. culturally, it's, like, massive oh, yeah. in, like, you know, Latino families and stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't have strong ties to, like, the, the clubs. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I admire them you know i think manchester is very good but also you know when it comes to that the european league and stuff like that i'm very much like i just hope they all have a good time you know (laughs) but when it comes to you know like when we're talking world cup time or whatever that's the only time that i get like a like an actual sports fan where i'm just like come on and like yeah yeah because it's every four years and it's like a crazy event uh but yeah obviously you know i root for colombia and they always break my damn heart yes every single world cup it's so, very true, but well, I still so got, does the U.S. for me too. So yeah, the U.S. Yeah. man. I mean, yeah, for would, between both. If it, if it would make you happy in this moment, I can transform. Uh, okay, I'm a Liverpool fan now. Yes. Let's go! Yeah. Oh. All right. Now I'm, 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 I'm down. I'm changeable. I'm, I'm breathing easy. steady. Breathing steady now. Okay, that's why. That's why. No, it's one of those things where I I know it sounds weird, but I was on Warp Tour uh, interviewing bands during that time, and I was talking to Don Broco. And I I was talking to their lead vocalist and he actually grew up in the same town that I did in England for a while because I'm an Air Force brat. So I lived over there. So that's where my strong ties come to Liverpool and just soccer in general. Yeah, yeah. But he chose the opposite path. They are Man U fans through and through. And on their last album, they made a song called man you number one fan or some bullshit wow and i couldn't support them (laughs) i couldn't couldn't do it exactly so it's just one of those things where it's funny how sports sometimes can be super yeah so diversive yes polarizing yeah exactly that's like you know people i think it's a general thing sometimes people are like we should stay out of politics and our music maybe it's like dude we we shouldn't we should stay out of sports (laughs) it's like yeah it's big sports and i mean texas as well is huge but it's funny because austin doesn't have any sports teams except for austin fc which is the uh, soccer team. They actually have their own stadium, the MLS soccer team. Sick. Yeah. So it's not bad, but that's something I'm going to be exploring. So when you guys are here, what's your next stop on this tour? Houston Houston tomorrow. Okay, so you got one more date in Texas. I think you have a few more after that, and then you guys are done, right, on this tour. So what's, besides set it off, what's the next step for you guys? I mean, you talked about making newish music already. Yeah. Is that kind of where you guys are going or are you guys going to take a little break for yourselves? No, we, we have, we have one more tour probably after set it off. And then, um, you know, the guys have been working away on demos and, and, uh, for me, I just, I kind of like to put out the album first and just get that hopefully like constructive criticism and feedback and whatever. And now that it's out there in the world, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to start working on the next one. And I feel like I have a better idea of like maybe where we might want to take, take things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I, I think we'll, we'll definitely take some time when we're not touring in the next few months to get together and just start, um, 
writing for the next project and uh the next album i should say next project it's a new band already <laughs> fuck this shit <laughs> 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 it didn't work yeah, yeah. 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 time yeah. to wrap it up yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do that but don't hold on to the old band for 20 years as long as um yeah i think uh we're, we're, we're all excited to get back in and and um and i don't know if you guys touched on it but it's like doing these different tours i feel like we we have a home for some of the different types of songs that we want to put on our records where sometimes we think like well is this just a song that could have been you know maybe a better octane pitch or something like a song like psycho for example yes. we're right. really really excited to play on the set it off tour and funnily enough on this octane sponsored memphis mayfire tour we've had people call out psycho every night oh wow and okay. it's you know in terms of the the non-singles if you look at um the data that we have on spotify mm -hmm. it's it's double the streams of any of the other like album wow. tracks so people have responded to it i think i think in the next few tours it'll be fun for us to kind of you know cater to that support um with a a, a different set set list i feel like we're a kind of band that we could fit in with a lot of different kinds of groups and shit but um yeah man i think that that just only encourages us to branch out and do more things on the next record knowing that we'll hopefully be able to land tours where everything will be able to make sense you know what i mean yeah i think that's a big thing that is something we touched on was being at a different heaviness or softness quote unquote yeah. compared to other bands that you guys yeah. are touring with do you think i mean it's good to go back to this for a second do you think that being the type of band that you are ever limits you to what styles of bands you can play with like can you see yourselves playing with a lorna shore for example, something like that. <laughs> Honestly, man, is that the next tour? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Matt's been working on his pig squeals, and I think now is the time to really unleash him. I'm waiting. Um, no, say you are to eat, but this vegan shit, I'm really gonna have to kick it if I'm. <laughs> this man screams like a Venus flytrap. Yeah, it's vicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, New band. <laughs> no, nah, honestly, man, like. I think uh, I think it's more liberating than anything else as far as like, you know, obviously we we, um, you know, I feel like we're a band that like maybe some people wouldn't necessarily put on like a Memphis May Fire tour or something like that. And, um, you know, it, it on paper maybe seems a little weird or something like that. But like out here on the road, the response has been great. You That's know awesome. what I mean? And uh, I think that that we have some of that like some of that. uh a little bit of something for everybody type of thing going on because that's genuinely who we are as well. You right. know, we, we, we bring a very diverse palette into our music or whatever. Um, so I'd like to think that nothing's out of the question, you know, maybe that's Lorna right. Shore, <laughs> there would be a couple tours that happened before we got to that sure. point. But, uh, yeah, man, like I'd like to think that we can tour with whoever and, you know, and that's because I don't think we limit ourselves and whatever we, we try and do it just sort of whatever we're feeling at the time. Yeah, I, w I, w I would say like going into this last record, I was thinking like, well, I don't want to pigeonhole ourselves by being, um, you know, a, a band with more broad appeal in a niche genre, if that makes sense. You know, sure. it's like by by be by having that maybe broad broad appeal within the niche, it makes you even more niche mm -hmm. potentially if your only op opportunity is in a certain type of hard rock, which luckily for us, I don't think that it is. And and um. You know, I, I guess we 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 just try to write um, rock music as if it's still like the number one genre. You know what I mean? Which like I miss. 
Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I think it's really within the writing. And I, a lot of our songs, or all of them, you could reproduce and, and have them be like fit any kind of genre. But I just feel like when rock was on top, it was because you had the greatest minds in music at the time. Um, like, you know, like the Beach Boys and like, sure. you know, like the Beatles. And it's like that these dudes were geniuses. And like, that was the medium that they were messing with because that was what was popular. And um, yeah, we're, I mean, we're talking about that a little bit last night. I was saying we were talking about that a little bit last night, and yeah, so pretty much we're geniuses that are. No, I'm yeah, 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 I was saying the same thing. So we're just like you now it, combine those bands like just that, but twice as good. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, but uh, I think what we were well on a, on a serious note, uh, what we're doing is kind of like just like old rock but modernized. Like it's like yeah. you know how rock was back in the day it was just like guitars with distortion on them with like a, a good melody over yes. it. Right. Like like the Beatles, like the right. like the Beach Boys and like I think we're just kind of trying to do like a modern version of that just like right. rock, maybe a little bit more detuned yeah. um than mm-hmm. than uh bands like that or right. the, the older bands but like with, with still like catchy melodies on top of it. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Song. Just yeah. Well crafted. Yes. Yeah, yeah cuz Colin and I were talking about like, you know, like I feel like him and I maybe still don't really like necessarily come from this scene. I think you and I grew up like listening to more like probably classic rock or like you know indie rock or alt rock so it's yeah kind of bringing that sensibility and and in my head i'm just like fuck you remember how big like aerosmith or led zeppelin or any of these bands were and like they were heavy for their time but that you know biggest bands on the planet biggest acts on the planet so that's i think we always strive to to write something like that and that's sort of in, in that sense inspires us and i think you know, everybody liked that shit. You know, right. it pleased everybody. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. And not to stroke your egos too much, but I definitely agree with that whole, the the amalgamation of writing. Yeah. Being able to have that flow and being able to make something where I can listen to Rain City Drive. I can listen to that album. And if there were any rock stations around besides Octane, yeah, I would expect those tracks to be on. Yeah, that thank radio you, station. Yeah, for Thanks, sure. Bro. That's awesome. But normally, what I would say though is, a lot of times nowadays, and I, I'm a, I do the same thing sometimes. I put down radio a lot because nowadays there are a lot of people that consider radio rock or quote unquote radio rock to be subpar, mm. where people are kind of quote unquote selling out, where it's not selling out because they're trying to get on radio, it's because they're not being genuine to mm. themselves. And from listening to what you guys do, I've never felt that you weren't being genuine about oh, the music yeah. you're doing. No, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't do right. that, man. We just don't have it in us. No, and that's, and I think you can feel that in the type of music that you do. What also impresses me is that a lot of times I do go to the heavier side mm-hmm. of things, but when I listen and what I what really annoys me a lot, and we were talking about joking about saying bands' names, and I won't say any bands' names. On yeah, this, but there are many many bands that in order to be popular in the scene or try to get out of the scene they add in electronics Mm. and they voice modulate and they change Mm. a lot of things and that's but then all of a sudden that catches fire and people really love that and what i've really enjoyed about what you guys have done is that's not the style that you guys do Mm -hmm. you're making full rock songs with melody and with that ability to have that pop sensibility which you had mentioned before colin it's one of those things where it just it works so well 
I'm impressed that you guys have stuck to what you want to do and not fallen into that trap. Mm, Because I do feel like that's a trap. It does get people for a while. I mean, you do get some money out of it. But I don't think longevity-wise you can last. I get that. Well, I think it's it's hard in rock, too, because, you know, it's the... You know, com- compared to pop or, or even really kind of alt, which I mean, alt, I guess it's just like edgy pop. I mean, pop is just popular music, you know, right. and so Billie Eilish wasn't pop before she existed, you know what I mean? But exactly. whereas rock, there's a lot of certainly hard rock or ha- all these subcategories, there's, there's, a, there's a real preconceived notion going into it. And uh, it's something that I, uh, I observe with like, heavy bands well they'll they'll kind of put something out and they'll try to branch out a little bit and the fans don't like oh they suck and then like sorry well here's an, here's another breakdown again you know and everybody's like whoo don't ever do that again you know like and it's like I, like i don't want to be in that position like i i look up to to bands like uh like the like the 1975 is sure. a, is a great example of a, of a group who like i never know what they're going to do i don't care they have my complete faith that whatever they do is going to be good and even if i'm like oh that's interesting at first it'll grow on me um so i would i would love to you know kind of not really ask for permission but just kind of do what we want to do build a relationship with the fans where they can trust that regardless of what the record sounds like it will be a quality product that we've given 110 percent and um you know just just you know give us a little bit of faith you know what I mean? sure yeah but it's it's tough like you said the ability to take your time out of your day mm. with all the bands that was that what you said colin i think who said the thing about spotify about choosing to take the time to actually listen to you over other bands was that oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it goes back to that yeah. is a lot of times it's tough to have faith in people because yeah. there are so many that are trying to be different than what they actually are so it's difficult. So you guys seem to have done exactly what you want. For sure. Yeah. And I and also going back to like the electronic thing and and you could tell when the difference when a band's just like doing it just because it's uh they think it's going to be uh, Oh yeah. uh like a popular thing for mm-hmm. them to do or like um a band did it and so now they and they blew up so now they have to do it. But I think there's a difference between that and like also using um the technology to and and and, and start tr- being modern and u- using what um you know because if the Beatles had Pro Tools and sure. and all these synths oh, and sure. everything they would probably be using them as well oh, you know of I keep right. on referencing the Beatles but it's, yeah. hey no it's, <laughs> they're just like an older band that yeah, that yeah. like I, I feel like we're we're all also trying to be modern but I hear exactly what you're saying with like a band will do something and a lot of times it's like like let's add, add electronics to our music and then. Yeah. The next twenty bands albums come out that sound just like that, and they don't. We're do still as good. in that cycle. Yeah, yeah we're exactly. still in that cycle. When it's, I think the problem comes in when it's at the expense of the song. Yeah, you know, true. when it's thrown in there unnecessarily, and it like the song gets maybe like diluted. Yes. Uh, I don't know, and I it's it that's the that's really what needs to come first. Is absolutely say that again. Campfire yeah. test. No, actually, I don't think I know so that. The campfire test is the best way to go about writing a song, especially in the studio, especially when you're writing an album. You should be able to strip everything out of the song, except an acoustic guitar ah, or a piano. Nice. Or be, okay. be able to sit around a campfire with an acoustic guitar right. and play the song. And if it's still good, then and with all the gimmicks stripped out right. of it, all the electronics, everything, then you know you have a good song. And then you just can't, you just got to try not to ruin it by putting too much stuff in it. You know? Right. That's what, that's kind of like what I, at least, and I think we all think of when we're in the studio pretty much. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I knew a version of that, but I really liked the way that was put. That was really oh, good. Nice, man. Yeah. Now, just one more, one more question because I think 
mean, you guys got to be on soon. Uh, so I would think so anyways, or at least Wolves are coming on. Uh, so To Better Days and Rain City Drive. Mm-hmm. Was there anything, because that was really, To Better Days was the first time you guys all really working together. Mm-hmm. Was there anything you guys did differently? Was there anything you guys wanted to do that you didn't get a chance to that maybe you're going to be doing on the next album? Well, I think, you know, coming coming into doing To Better Days, you know, we felt like we owed it to everybody that liked Beautiful Death. And we had been touring on that anyways, the five of us, that it's like we wanted to keep it pretty consistent. And then, you know, coming from um, To Better Days to Self-Titled with the rebrand and with the new name and whatever, we, we didn't want to scare people off. You know sure. what I mean? And even that's just like new name or it's like oh is it a new band you know if we just come out and been like this is a new band like we hadn't even got to tour to better days yet everybody's asked like are you gonna play this shit live like please and you know we were just in lockdown and so it's like i feel like hopefully now looking at the spotify like all questions are answered like i've figured they would be but but anyways um yeah i feel like uh we we wanted to keep it pretty pretty consistent. I think we we did branch out a little bit. You know, like I was just talking about how on on the last record, um, cursed was was the last song that we finished, and we're like, is this too poppy for the album? Can we get away with this? Is too poppy for us? Gotcha. And then on this last record, it was psycho, and you can see how much more that was pushed in that direction. So I feel like just just taking liberties. Like um, I think we wanted to just put all our you know influences and inspirations on the table, and like really see what can fit. Um, and, um, maybe for the next, I think, I think the fans seem like they're ready for something a little, a little different from us on the next effort. And who knows if they, they actually mean business or not, because it's like, that's always a tricky thing. You know, it's like, you want it different? We gave you, they're like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's like, right. So again, you kind of just got to, you know, go with your gut. I I mean, I think, I think we made the album we wanted to make anyways, but, um, but we, we, we were mindful of that, you know, um, also making to better days was you know everybody was like this is going to be trash <laughs> you know you guys aren't going to be able to pull this off blah 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 and then the first song comes out and they're like okay this is pretty good but yeah. it's probably the only good song they have and they're like okay this is pretty good too and the whole album's <laughs> like damn this whole album slaps and it's like going into this one it was like everybody's like we're so excited to hear the new music you guys are great can't wait for the name change can we the re-? and it's just like can we work under these conditions uh, everyone's so like there was a little bit of that feeling yeah. of like do you need we that need that hate yeah, yeah. do we <laughs> yeah <laughs> do we need that yeah do we need that chip on our shoulders you know like i've been i've been saying like you know stepping in for johnny made me a way better vocalist than i would have been otherwise nice. you know he's got he's super well known for his talent deservedly so and like you know having all those people tell me that like i can't is a great way for me sure. to be able to do that shit okay. so yeah um and i you know it's i know that about myself it's very like sinker sinker swim so mm-hmm. i think it's it is funny to make an album in a very like loving environment kind of <laughs> com- comparatively we're like oh but i will say before we went, went in the studio I, I i listened to um to better to better days again in full just to like see where the listener you know had left off mm-hmm. and my my initial uh reaction was like shit this is pretty fucking good nice and i was like we gotta we gotta, I gotta make sure like at least for my part i was like i i, I knew i knew these guys had it but i was like i want to make sure all my lyrics are as sick i want to make sure all my melodies are as sick and whatever so um it's it's good and uh, you know it feels good to be competing with yourself like we always joke every night it's like funny to see if a lot of people are buying the new record, but sometimes people buy to better to better uh, days. Maybe they don't have it, and you're like, "Hey, why do you buy the new one?" And it's like, "Well, it's it's good to compete with yourself." You know what I mean? So, nice. Um, yeah, man. No, very cool. Now, by the way, before we end, who's the Shakespeare fan 
here. Oh yeah, so that that little Ophelia record. Yes. So I, I'm 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 not as much of a, a Shakespeare buff as it should as it should be. It's more of a reference to uh, uh, Arthur Rimbaud. He's got a poem called Ophelia, ah, and it's okay. a reference to Hamlet from that. But gotcha. this it was sort of the concept was sort of like what if like that exchange was like a like a more like Romeo and Juliet thing as opposed ah, to like a like going a mad un, unrequited and love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. But that but 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 that one was cool, man. That that was a song where I was just like going through that like a, like an old poetry book i had and, and just like i was like oh this is pretty sick and there's a lot of cool imagery that was i think what was the maybe the first one lyrically that we got going on the on this oh, record wow. right so okay. i was just kind of like digging up you know ideas and and that's how i started and um you know super metaphoric like i always am super autobiographical with the lyrics and that one i feel like is like metaphorically rings true but it was inspired sure. by that other um work which was fun and 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 it's a great example of for something like me if there was another band that had a song that was inspired by a poem by Rambo I'd be super jealous <laughs> so I'm glad that I you know what I mean it's just like the perfect kind of nerdy shit that I'd yeah. be like fuck these guys rock and they're referencing this highbrow French poetry shit fuck that's so cool no what's what's kind of interesting about that too is so the only reason I don't know Shakespeare probably as well as I should but I do know the basics of Hamlet Cool. And I started, so I listened to your album when it came out, obviously, and then I did the drive down from Boston. I did it straight through oh, as nice. well, which is always great. Both of your albums are front to back. Just listen straight through, which is awesome. Thank you, for man. Me. Thank you. And I, I ended up listening again, knowing I was going to see you guys live for the first time in years. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to listen again. And I know it's Ophelia. I had just started watching the show on HBO Max called Station 11. Oh, okay. You guys heard of that at all? Uh-uh. It's a book that I'm not sure when it was written, but it's about a flu and a pandemic that wipes out one in a thousand people. Shit. Or oh. sorry, 999 people out of a thousand. Oh, so wow, there's wow, one wow. left over. Wow. So, but, and their main, their yeah, main yeah, 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 it's a little different, right? Yeah. So Overpopulation. Was, yeah, little, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what they end up doing in the show is it follows a Shakespeare troupe that in order to like keep shakespeare alive and do all that kind of stuff they're going around doing plays so they were doing hamlet and then i went wait a second oh that's and then i connected it to cool, the song man. well thank you man so, yeah. i pr appreciate that yeah I, I always i feel like i um I, I try to leave some some tricky tricky business in the in the lyrics and yeah. I, I want that like they have to be able to hit at, at, a, at a pretty like first listen surface level too and you can get the message of the song but there's if you want to go deep I try to leave a lot of a, a lot of stuff for the for the hardcore fans so no, that's great yeah well guys I gotta let you go I appreciate your time here thank this you was a lot of fun and I can only hope I mean I'll talk to you Colin obviously but I am looking forward to seeing you guys live tonight because like I said I haven't seen you since the catastrophe that was Harper's Ferry in Boston. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm hoping you do some craziness tonight, Matt, <laughs> to live up to that. But I, I wouldn't recommend yeah. it. Wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend it. But they, yeah, yeah, there you go. But thank you guys so much. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great. Ah, wow. If I could speak, I hope you have a great rest of your tour. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, brother. Awesome, dude.